Ladies, whether you're new to podcasts or consider yourself a longtime listener, if you haven't heard of Girl, you're in for a treat. Girl is a podcast all about empowering women to be their badass selves with segments like personal problems, we all have plenty of those, and conversations on a variety of topics from boys to entrepreneurship. If you like the dynamic of Elias podcast, you're sure to love the back and forth banter of Amaya, a Pisces, and Paige, a Libra, as they share self-proclaimed mediocre advice and embarrassing stories. To join the movement of girls from all over, catch the latest episodes by searching GIRL, all caps, exclamation point, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Anchor. And follow at Girl the Podcast on Instagram and most other social media platforms. Bye, girl. Raw Truth Stories of Female Infidelity may contain explicit and questionable content. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individual podcaster Rebecca Adams and are not based on the advice of a licensed therapist, psychologist, or psychiatrist. Listener discretion is strongly advised. Human lives follow many paths, presenting twists and turns and choices never planned, never expected. Temptation, anger, depression, and loneliness all can lead a person to a mistake they can't take back. Facing judgment and isolation, a person can feel very alone. These are the voices of women who have chosen to cheat on their spouses or partners. Hear their stories. This is Raw Truth, Stories of Female Infidelity. Welcome everybody to Raw Truth, Stories of Female Infidelity. This is Rebecca, the creator and the host of this controversial yet very helpful and what I think is a wonderful podcast. I appreciate everybody tuning in and taking a listen. Today is kind of a really cool situation. I think it's cool. Um, But back in June, I read a story on Patreon, and it was called Tristan. And um, that's where a man shared his story of his relationship, situation with his wife, um, struggling in their marriage. And then he stepped out on the relationship, and he actually started a relationship with somebody else. Well, they are actually together, and... Um, his ex-wife is, you know, she dealt with it fairly well and, uh, all this other, um, you know, life stuff that has to happen with the kids. And, and I've been kind of in the loop with, um, him as to what's been transitioning. And, um, today we're actually going to hear the story from her side, the woman that he had met, um, and he had known her for some time before, they really kind of started to connect. And so she submitted her story. So it's going to be really interesting to hear where she was coming from. And then when she met Tristan and, you know, where they ended up. So it's like two different stories that end up as one. So this is kind of a unique situation. I haven't had a story like this where, you know, it's the two unfaithful partners because she was married as well. Um, coming together and and being on here, nor have I had a story where, let's say the wife was um, unfaithful, she sends her story what happened, and then the husband from the same situation sends his. 
And, you know, you kind of hear two sides of the same story. This is a little different, but it's still, you know, pretty neat. Well, just a little bit of news here. Let's see here. I've recently decided to go ahead and record a couple more books. Um, with working full-time in a dental office and recording six podcasts a month and, you know, regular life, it's it's really, really challenging with my time. And so I had decided pretty much to take the the month of August off and not have to stress about it. But something was bugging me that I just wanted to get back into doing the books. And so I auditioned and got one right away. And it's follow up one. And it's kind of a it's a controversial book. And I kind of was torn about doing it. I mean, it was close to my heart because it is about infidelity. But it's also an erotic book. So it's just um, it's not like a self help book. It's more of a, you know, it's 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 fiction so um I uh went ahead and decided to do it and it's real interesting (laughs) as I'm starting to record it um but I'm looking forward to it completely different than the ones that I did before but as these come out I'll of course let you know so you can check them out um I just like to remind people though that these books that I'm doing just because I'm recording them doesn't necessarily mean that I'm condoning it or you know preaching it or anything like that. I just work a lot and I enjoy working and I you know have plans for my future uh, for re- you know early retirement not really but being able to work from home and so I'm trying to kind of build my repertoire and and you know do as much as I can so that I can have a little bit more time at home to do the things that I enjoy doing, like the books and recording for the podcasts and um, doing all the promotion and the chatting that um, I talk with when people message me and, and all of that. So to me, it's work. So when you come across some of these books, again, please just understand that it's not my writing, I am just reading it. And um, I ask that you don't judge me because I don't judge you. Right. A few weeks ago, I received an article from uh, a gal named Christine. So thank you, Christine, for sending this to me. Um, And it was real interesting. And I thought I would uh, go ahead and get that read to you on here. And it's called, Why Do People Cheat? Men and Women Have Different Reasons by Candice Jalili. And it was published in June, June 13th of 2017. And it's on EliteDaily.com. The author writes... I've been really big into re-watching that 70s show lately. The other day, I was watching the episode where Jackie, Mila Kunis's character, cheats on Kelso, Ashton Kutcher's character. You see, Kelso cheated on Jackie plenty of times with plenty of ladies, but this was the first time Jackie had ever cheated on Kelso. And, as opposed to going all the way with a guy she cheated with, like Kelso did with other girls, Jackie just kissed the guy she was cheating with. Kelso got really upset and claimed Jackie's transgression was way worse than his. Why? Well, he said it was because she was a girl, and girls cheat for deeper reasons than boys do. Obviously, this isn't the case. Cheating is pretty much always wrong. And if you don't watch the show, it's important to note here that Kelso is an idiot. That's his entire role. He's just a big, hot, bumbling idiot. But a new study by Superdrug Online Doctor, 
of 2,000 Europeans and Americans find Kelso might not have been that far off when it came to his theory about men and women cheating for different reasons. Apparently, men and women really do have different reasons for cheating, and women's top reasoning is pretty freaking sad. But before we get into all of that, let's talk a bit about what people think cheating even is. What's cheating to most people? Yeah, 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 we all know cheating is the ultimate act of betrayal against your partner. But what specific acts count as cheating? And on the side note here, I actually have a post out on social media right now asking what people um, consider cheating in their eyes. So I'm still collecting data on that. But we'll continue with this. So um, there is in this article, um, what do people consider cheating? There is a column of Europeans, both men and women, and a column of Americans, both men and women. And then there's also the topic of what they consider. So as I go through this, um, vaginal intercourse, 85.6% of women in Europe say that's cheating versus 99% of American women who say it's cheating. 81.4% of European men say that's considered cheating and 97% of American men say it's cheating. The next one was oral intercourse. 83.8% of women in Europe versus 97.6% of American women. 78.2% of men consider that cheating and 96.6% of men in America consider it. Anal intercourse. 81.9% of European women and 98.1% of American women feel that's cheating. 76.2% and 95.3% for the men. Kissing, 78.4% European women, 88.5% U.S. women, 66.5% European men, and 80% of American men. And I'm going to scroll down here because there's quite a few on here, um, and I don't want to take up the whole episode, but you guys can check out this article. I'll have the uh, link to it in my episode notes so you can check it out. Um, we'll go down to the bottom here. Um, Hand-holding, 33.1% of European women and 52.6% of American women feel that is cheating, uh, whereas 24.8% of European men and 46.4% of American men feel that's cheating. And at the very bottom here, going out as friends, 23.4% European, 43.5% American women and then men, 18.6% uh, men in Europe and 29.2% of men in the U.S. feel that is cheating. And when you look at this, you will see that um, in America, on these statistics, we in the U.S. seem to feel a lot more stronger about what's considered cheating versus um, the people in Europe. And I don't know if they're just more laid back or it's more um, acceptable you know, I'm not sure because I'm not European, but culturally, you know, is it a little different? I don't know. So definitely take a look at this article when you get a chance. And that was done by Super Drug Online Doctor. And it says source was a survey of over 2000 people. Everybody almost unanimously agrees that vaginal intercourse, oral intercourse and anal intercourse are all absolutely counting as cheating. Closely followed by that are acts of kissing, heavy petting, spooning, and cuddling. 
The cheating line starts getting a little more blurry with getting emotionally close with someone. Almost 71% of American women agree that's cheating, while a much smaller 53% of men would say the same. A similar discrepancy between men and women exists with whether or not sleeping in the same bed, hand-holding, and going out as friends are considered cheating. While 62.2%, 52.6%, and 43.5% of American women agree those activities count as cheating, respectively, only 51.2%, 46.4%, and 29.2% of American f- men feel the same way. Who are people cheating with? So, now that we know what's considered cheating, let's look at who it is people are doing these dirty acts with. So here's another graph. How did people meet the person with whom they cheated or were tempted to cheat with? By gender, split by gender, women versus men. They were a friend, 40.6% of women and 32.9% of men. At work, 33.3% women and 28.6% men. And then let's go on down here. On a dating app or website, uh, women 4.7% and men 14.9%. And then on the bottom, on a website specifically for cheating, 0.2% women and 3% for men. And of course, if you guys have been listening for a while, you know of my Ashley Madison interview with that website, which I'm sure that this uh, article may be kind of alluding to them. And so I'm a little surprised that those statistics are so low, because based on the information we learned about, it was about 50-50 on that website. So I'm not sure if I completely agree with this, but it is a couple of years old, um, and things may have changed. And, you know, the Ashley Madison there, you know, most people I've talked to that are involved, I've talked with men and women, but more women. And so, yeah, more women are actually on there. So I don't know if I agree with that. But you can read all of them. There were things like, let's see here, they were a friend at work, out and about, in a bar, on social media. And that was almost even between uh, men and women. On a dating app or website, men more than women. On a business trip or vacation, again, men more than women. At school, more women than men. And then we talked about the specific the website specifically for cheating. Again, that was Super Drug Online on a source with survey of over 2,000 people. If you're worried about that coworker your bae's always raving about or the friend they're spending a little too much time with, the study says you might have a right to be. The most common person, both men, 32.9%, and women, 40.6%, cheat on their partners with is actually a friend. And that's closely followed by a coworker at second place who 33.3% of women and 28.6% of men say they've cheated with. Why are people cheating in the first place? Now, for the good stuff. Why are men and women cheating? Is there a difference in their reasons? Well, the study found there's actually a pretty big difference ringing true to my boy Kelso's assertion. The top five reasons people have been tempted to cheat or have cheated by nationality and gender. So again, it starts with European women uh, versus European, um, excuse me, American women. Um, The number one for both of them was my partner stopped paying attention to me. Uh, The number two one for European women was the other person was really hot. And American women say the person was really there for me. 
In number three, European women said, I was having doubts about my relationship, and that was the same for American women. Number four, the European women said the person was really there for them, and Americans say the other person was really hot. And in the fifth place, it says, I needed to feel sexy. And Amer that was by European. And then the women in America said, I was bored. So now we're going to flip it here to European men versus American men. And the number one reason European men and American men cheated was the other person was really hot. In place number two, European men said, the other person was really there for me. And Americans said, people were hitting on me. European men said, my partner and I weren't having sex. And in America, this is in place number three, I was having doubts about my relationship. European men in place number four say, I was bored. And American men say, my partner and I weren't having sex. And the number five reason, bottom of the line, I guess, of this was they both agreed, American men and American, um, excuse me, uh, European men, was my partner stopped paying attention to me. And the number one reason why women cheat, based on this study, my partner stopped paying attention to me. And again, this goes back, and this is me talking off the record from this article. We've covered this. We've talked about why women tend to cheat, and it's usually more of an emotional thing, where for men, it's more of that sexual desire. And kaboom, here are this, this wonderful article that says it right there too, you know? So anyways, check this out um, when you get a chance. Take a look at this. Okay, so then the article continues on. The most common reason for cheating for both European and American women is the same. Their partners weren't paying attention to them. If you're a soulless sociopath who, for some reason, doesn't understand why this is so sad, let me break it down for you. These women feel so emotionally abandoned and neglected by their partners that they end up turning to someone else to feel appreciated. Meanwhile, European and American men both agree on the shallow reason they cheat. The other person was hot. So, no ladies, odds are it wasn't something you did to make your man cheat. He's just a pig. Now again, this is the article. I'm not saying that because you know I don't judge. But I just thought that this was, was really interesting. So again, I'll have the link to this in my episode notes if you want to take a look at it a little bit more closely. Infidelity. Both women and men alike have found themselves in situations where they have become unfaithful to their spouse or partner. On the podcast, Raw Truth, Stories of Female Infidelity, you hear stories from women who have been unfaithful, but want to share their stories to help others in similar situations or to help other people understand why sometimes infidelity happens. But there is still so much more. How does a man cope when he finds out that his wife, girlfriend, or partner has cheated? What are the reasons why a man chooses to cheat? Are they similar to why a woman does? Or maybe you are the other man or the other woman in a relationship. I asked her later why she didn't tell me she liked the kind of sex she had with him. She said it was novel for the first couple times, but she swore she didn't like what he was doing. I'm not sure I believed it. Why keep going back? 
I'm sure in hindsight she feels that way now, but I never got over the nagging doubt that she enjoyed the sex with him more than me. I also never got over the feeling that she looked back at what they did and with good memories. He was bigger than me, in better shape, younger, and the sex was new. I never got over that. Again, she swears she looks at it with disgust, but who knows? Why would she ever admit it? To hear the rest of this story and other stories like this, please visit the website rawtruthstoriesoffemaleinfidelity.com and click on the Patreon link. For a $3 a month pledge, you will get access to these additional episodes as well as early access to regularly released episodes. If you have a story that you would like to be considered for a future podcast, please email rebecca.rawtruth at gmail.com. All submissions will always be anonymous. And always remember, no judgment. All right, it's story time. Let's find out a little bit more about Katerina's story. I was raised in a small town in New Mexico blessed with both of my parents that taught me to always stand on my own two feet and to always be very independent. A woman at the age of 16, I was already working and had my own car and even my own cell phone. While working, this guy that we'll call Jack came up to me and told me that I was very beautiful and he would love to have my number. I wouldn't give my number out to just anyone, so I told him no, but I would get his, so he gave me his number. Months went by and I didn't think of him until I ran across the paper he wrote his number down on. I thought, well, fuck it, I'll give this guy a call, not knowing it would be the biggest mistake of my life. We talked and as time passed, he would pick me up from work and we would stay outside my house talking. Well. I decided to continue talking to him and see where things would go, and by the time I knew it, we moved in together. I was in high school and working while maintaining the house and making sure that he was taken care of. I had plans of finishing high school and head straight to college to become a lawyer. Well, that didn't pan out as I found out I was pregnant with my first child. It was hard schooling, working, and taking care of a household, yes. He worked and it was a great start until the nightmare began. He started pushing me and it only escalated from there to full-blown choking, hitting, and just a very abusive relationship. Yes, this would happen even though I was pregnant with my first child, his third. My parents had moved three states away since they had raised us and we were out on our own. I kept this to myself as I was ashamed and didn't want anyone to know what I was going through. When my first child was born, he wasn't present. He had more important things to do than to attend his baby's birth. I went through giving birth with my best friend by my side. I got tired of the relationship and decided enough was enough and moved in with my parents shortly after my daughter was born. He decided to follow and to start a new life in a new place and start over. I decided to give it another shot, but it didn't change, and it got to the point where he'd stay drunk, not work, and still hit me until the day I decided to stand up to him and we would become abusive with each other. Right before my daughter turned two, she was very sick and had to have several surgeries, and we stayed at the hospital for months at a time. 
Fast forward after years went by and I ended up pregnant with my second child. As my babies grew up and before I would leave to work, they would ask him, Daddy, is the babysitter coming over today? And they had mentioned this babysitter a few times. He brushed it off as though it was a game they played. Come to find out, he was cheating on me with a woman that was from our hometown. I knew something was wrong and got up and went to work. Well, that's what I told him, and I waited a few hours and went back home only to catch him with this woman in my house, in our bed, and this woman had a key to our home. The fucked up part was that I paid for this woman to fly down here and paid for her to stay at a hotel in the same city we lived in. Why I stayed in this relationship, hell, I don't even know. I guess because I wanted my kids to grow up with a father and a mother in the same household like I did. After 10 years, I decided to leave because we argued so much and he still was abusive to one another and that was not what I wanted for my kids to grow up thinking was okay. So I moved out with my clothes, my kids' clothes, and left. I filed for a divorce and got out of that marriage. Still, with all that, I stayed civil with him, had him over for every holiday, special event, and everything. He ended up leaving the state and moved back to our hometown and forgot all about our kids. I stayed focused on my kids and worked for a few years until I met my second husband. With time, we decided to move in together and with a blended family of five kids, but four full-time. After years of dating, he had popped the question several times and I told him yes, but I would never set a date. It took him several times of asking and until I pretty much gave in and married him. You would think with him being older, he would know his way around a woman's body, but boy, I was wrong. I would get frustrated because I had to direct him and still with that, I wouldn't climax. Things were great at first, except the sex until the lying and hiding stuff from me started. It started off with small shit like getting loans from places and not telling me, and the lies only got bigger to the cheating. I got a text message from a woman that said she was seeing my husband. I only had a message from a woman to confront him with, and of course, he denied it, but I went through this once with my ex-husband that I knew what games he was playing until the day that I got another message from yet another woman saying she was also seeing my husband and even sent pictures of his dick and pictures of them together. Little did I know he wasn't going to work because he had gotten fired for not showing up. I found this out one day when I called his work and his boss said that he had been fired two months prior. I didn't care anymore, plus I had my eye on someone else for years and when I say years, I mean since my first marriage. This man we will call Tristan. I didn't act on it because he was married and I didn't want to become that woman that broke a marriage up because I was being the other woman. I found myself thinking about him all the time and we became friends on Facebook, but yet again, I couldn't act on it. We would chat on Facebook until we started to Marco Polo each other. I was so afraid that if I told him how I felt about him, not only would I lose him as a friend, I would lose him for good. One day he was at work and we talked and talked for six straight hours. I decided to take that chance and tossed a hint to see if he caught it. And if he didn't, I wasn't going to pursue it. I didn't want to lose him. Little did I know he felt the same way and to my surprise, he took the bait. 
Time went by and we decided to meet in person in a different state. And I remember waiting for him in the room 102. I remember the room had two beds and then I hear a knock at the door and I remember my heart started pounding. I opened the door and there he was. I was joking around, I told him that the other bed was his and that's where he would get to be sleeping and all I heard him say was okay. We talked and I finally told him to get on the bed I was laying on and well, the rest was mind blowing. He knew his way around a woman's body, which Jack and Second could not do. We started off as these friends with benefits and made a plan that we wouldn't let our affair out. We had a 10 year plan that this would wait until our kids grew up so that way we didn't hurt anyone. He knew his way around a woman's body that I remember having so many orgasms that my legs would shake and I would have to ask him to stop for just a moment for me to recover and get ready for another round. I remember we didn't sleep, we fucked all night long and it was the most amazing sex I ever had. When I got back home, I didn't feel any guilt when it came to my husband, but felt a tremendous amount of guilt because of his wife. I knew if she found out, she would be crushed, and I would know exactly how she would feel because I was put in that situation twice of being cheated on, and now, here, I was doing the same thing. I couldn't stop talking to him, and I would hear my phone ding, and I would be so happy knowing that it was him. I couldn't wait to talk to him. With him being 15 hours away from me, we still managed to see each other. At first I thought, okay, this is sexual for us, but boy, I was so wrong. This went on for years until his wife caught us when she saw our messages on Messenger. I was crushed because I became that woman that destroyed a marriage just like the other women did to mine. I felt horrible because I knew how she felt. She told him to stop talking to me and that they were going to try counseling and try and save their marriage. I understood when he called me and told me that she wanted to do this, and I did back off, but we couldn't completely let go. After the affair was out, I decided to go down there and stay with him for two weeks. I knew that this relationship was not sexual. I had fallen in love with this man way before he even knew it, but it was only growing more and more every minute. The time that I was down there, I decided to call my husband and tell him that I cheated and with whom it was. I told him that he needed to get out of the house before I got back home, and he had over 15 hours to grab whatever he wanted and get out. I didn't give a shit about him since he had cheated several times. My love for Tristan was just continually growing. We talked day in and day out, and we had some rough times. But calling it quits was not on the table as we were both in love with each other. There were some times that I thought that I would lose him, not only because he was married, but his kids and the distance between us. Several times we would meet in different states, but we decided to relive one thing that led us right back to the same motel where it all started in room 102. Now here we are going on three years strong in November and I'm the happiest woman on this planet. What is really mind-blowing is that we have everything we need and want in each other. When we are together, the whole world disappears along with the stress of the world. He is the yin to my yang that I have been missing my whole life. Yes, even to this day, I do regret hurting his ex-wife and I pray for her every night and maybe one day she will forgive me for what I did. But that is something 
I have to come to terms with. I also feel for his kids. I love his kids, and I cannot wait to meet them. No, I don't condone cheating, and we could have done it another way, but the connection that we have is stronger than I had ever felt. To end this story, I couldn't be happier with Tristan. And the only thing I can say is always follow your heart, as we did. Thank you, Katerina, so much. It was very neat. As I was reading this, I couldn't help but smile because I could remember Tristan's story and coming to room 102 and how he felt coming up to that door versus how you were feeling inside that room. And in my mind, I could almost see it play out like a movie or something. And uh, so... Listeners, um, Tristan's story, again, it's on Patreon, episodes 10 and 11, and so you might want to check that out because he explains a lot of things in his situation and what happened with his wife, and, you know, he really, he just wants her, his ex-wife, to find happiness and for a person to appreciate her the way she deserves to be appreciated. Um, I actually got a message from him, oh goodness, like a week or so ago, and said that they finally decided to make the move. He actually is moving to where she lives now, and uh, they're in the process of doing that. Um, They were trying really hard to hold off until the kids had gotten older. He didn't want to leave his children, and um, they're hurt, but they want their dad to be happy. And so hopefully this new blended family will come together and... The other spouses that were hurt in this process, hopefully they find good, new, healthy relationships as well, and uh, that they can move forward um, and, like I said, find love. And as far as Tristan and Katerina, I want to thank them both for submitting their stories and have um, been having great conversations with them over the course, actually, of the last few months. And uh, since I started, you know, trying to get people to send in their stories. And Tristan was one of my earlier ones that did it. And um, these folks are great. They will just stop by to say hi via Facebook Messenger. So again, I just want to thank them for putting their stories out there because I know that I can tell there's a lot of guilt and shame involved. But from where they're coming from, they felt that they had to do this. They felt compelled that it was what they needed in their lives. And who am I to judge? This is somebody else's life, and that's up to them how they're going to do it. So thanks, you guys. I love you guys, and I hope everything works out for you. So after I had wrapped up recording, I contacted both Katerina and Tristan and shared with them when they could be uh, expecting to hear the story, because they're actually both supporters. They're on Patreon as well, so they get access to their story a couple of days earlier than everybody else. And, um, you know, thank them for sending it in. And I had to come back and re-record this because I wanted to share with their permission. And so I had just thanked them and, you know, kind of explained to them how I'd said earlier in the episode, how it was almost like a movie in my mind because I knew both sides of the story. And uh, this is what they said. On the contrary, thank you for helping us make this easier on us. We are so excited. This next week is my last week in his current town. And then she is flying in on Thursday and they're driving back to her state where they're from, where she's from and he's moving to. I can't believe the moment has already arrived. Everything has fallen into place. My ex-wife has made peace and she's actually seeing someone and I'm happy for her. 
Finally, leaving this life-sucking hellhole, he's referring to the state he lives in, uh, and headed to where these mystical things called trees are. Thank you so much for coming into our lives, Becky. We love you. Stay tuned for a follow-up story once we've settled in. And she, uh, he wrote, and what's so cool is we'll be together next Friday, too, when that's when the episode was due to air. Um, and then he came back with saying, it's such an honor sharing our story with you and the listeners. Ours ended with a happy ending. Even my ex-wife said she's glad this happened because she hadn't been happy for years, too, but was going to weather the storm out for our children. But I told her that wasn't fair to her and I because we both deserve to be happy. And it seems she's seeing a nice fella. I'm sure he is because she is a good judge of character. So it sounds like his ex-wife did find some happiness and she was actually able to look at things from a different side and say you know what you're right we haven't been doing well and (sighs) thankfully everybody is going to be okay thank you all for tuning in again to this episode and if you have a story that you would like to share shoot me an email rebecca.rawtruth at gmail.com so if you're a woman who has been unfaithful to her husband boyfriend partner or a man whose wife, girlfriend, partner has been unfaithful, shoot me a message. If you're a man who has been unfaithful and you want to share your story, help get it off your chest. People have been saying it has been so therapeutic to actually write it out. And then when they hear it, they actually go back and listen to it over and over again as a reminder of what they went through, how far they've come, or perhaps even using it as a tool to not repeat the mistakes that they had made. So Rebecca.rawtruth at gmail.com. You can also visit my website at rawtruthstoriesoffemaleinfidelity.com. I know, it's a long website. And from there, you can read um, my latest blog entries, which is kind of funny sometimes. Um, I only do it once in a while, but I've got a great new story on there. And um, you can sign up for Patreon. Um, I've made it a little more obvious within the website. You can send me an email and you can actually listen to the regular episodes directly from there as well. Um, I don't think it's as good as like going directly to Apple, Spotify, Stitcher or Podbean or wherever you usually get your podcasts. But it is there for an option for people who um, prefer to listen on their computer instead of their um, applications on their phones. So... Well, until next time, thank you so much. Have a great day. Stay happy, stay healthy, be kind to one another. And always remember, no judgment. Goodbye.